1: All right, folks, we are going to get now into a little bit of a visit preview. I put out a piece at irishbreakdown.com giving you all a little bit of insight into the players that you should expect on campus this weekend. And there are four players that I really want to touch on extensively here because it, there's not a it's not a long list of key targets for Notre Dame, but it is a very... A, a, they're they're especially important in this class i get and i can see all four of the players being in the class eventually when all is said and done i think that it's that important this year this week first commits that will be on campus because i always like to mention this because i always think it's cool when you see the groups that come back to help recruit for notre dame and to just general general gener, generally can't say generally excuse me just Keep developing the relationship with one another and the camaraderie within a group. Cam Williams, wide receiver out of Glen Ellen, Illinois, Glenbard South. 2024 commit to Notre Dame will be on campus, as will Jack Larson. Tight end out of Charlotte, North Carolina Catholic. Styles Prescott out of Fishers, Indiana, Hamilton, Southeastern. Offensive tackle. Defensive end, Logan Thomas out of Lakewood, Ohio, St. Edward, formerly out of the state of Texas. Cornerback, Carson Hobbs, Cincinnati, Ohio, Archbishop Moeller will be on campus as well, as will safety Bronte Johnson out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, Northside. And safety, Tabron, Benny Powell, Westchester, Ohio, Lakota West, another player that's having another really good senior season so far, Tabron, Benny Powell. That's the commits that will be on campus. But we're focusing on 2025 here, and the players that will be on campus for Notre Dame, I'm going to start – actually, let me take a look here real quick. Okay. So I'm going to start first and foremost, offensive side of the football, then we'll go over to the defense because there is one player offensively that we need to talk about that will be on campus, and then there are three defensive players for 2025 class that are essential for Notre Dame. The first one, Derek Meadows, Las Vegas, Nevada, Bishop Gorman, a player that we've talked about a ton. And I talked about a lot in the first segment as well. So 6'5", 185 pounds, visited this offseason during the Irish invasion, a player that Notre Dame has quickly made a priority, quickly did make a priority in this class, and that has continued throughout the process. This will be his third trip to Notre Dame. And where we are with this one is that coming into this visit, and I just had a... I, I have an interview that's coming out with Derek Meadows on irishbreakdown.com, So keep eyes open for that. He also came on the podcast before. If you remember, a there was a Notre Dame recruiting hour I did in the summer where he came on and talked a little bit of his process and just how everything was going, you know, getting ready for the season. Bishop Gorman obviously is one of the best programs in all of high school football. So they have high standards, win state championship practically every year. So he was You know, give some insight into some, you know, some preparation stuff. As of today, coming into this visit, I would say Notre Dame and Washington are fighting this one out for Derek Meadows. And I think that Notre Dame could conceivably, could say, is the leader for Derek Meadows right now. But Washington is a school that is going to be in this one until the very end. I think that that's where we are today. There are a couple pools to both sides. One, I think he loves Notre Dame. When he's been there, it's been a, kind of a different vibe for him. And I remember asking him just about his general feelings of Notre Dame. And he even said, I think, something close to, like, it's hard to quantify being on campus at Notre Dame. Like, it's just a different vibe. It's just, a, just hard to explain, man. It really is. And I think that he has fallen in love with Coach Stuckey, the coaching staff, and the pitch that they've given to him because they were on him very early in this process. When they first offered Derek Meadows in the summer, he had a few offers, but not a ton of offers. He's gotten a lot more traction since then. And he definitely wasn't rated the way that he's rated. I mean, he's a consensus four star recruit ranked in the 70s by two four seven sports now, or actually by on three, excuse me. So he's a big time player considered from a recruiting side of things. But Notre Dame was on him very early and made him a priority very early on in this process once they saw him work out at Notre Dame. So the pull to Notre Dame is easy. The pull to Washington is very interesting, though, because when you watch the University of Washington right now, as a wide receiver, how would you not love being a part of that program that loves to throw the football so much, has a great offensive system under Kalen DeBoer, Ryan Grubb. They have great wide receivers right now, but also wide receivers that aren't going to be there that much longer. So if I'm a wide receiver, a young guy, I'm like, hey, they're developing wide receivers really well, but also Roman Dunze is going to be out the door after this year. Jalen McMillan, depending on how, if he gets back healthy and how the rest of the season go, he could conceivably enter the 2024 NFL draft. Jalen Polk's a guy that is draft eligible if he chooses to do that. Giles Jackson, I believe, is a senior. So that wide receiver unit, is a very veteran group that could conceivably all leave if they wanted to. Even if you return one or two of those guys, there's still going to be playing time opportunities. And I also think that the pool of Roma Dunze has a similar background to Derrick Meadows. Both longer, explosive, semi-raw kids coming out of high school. They both went to Bishop Gorman. And I think seeing him and seeing what he's accomplished out there in Washington in that offensive scheme is very attractive to Derek Meadows. So that being said, I think that there's a lot of, of positives for Derek Meadows to go to Notre Dame. I think there's a lot of positives to, Notre, to Derek Meadows to go to the University of Washington. Both those things involved, I think, are are pulls to both sides. I think Notre Dame has a great chance, though. I think they have a tremendous chance. And I think that, and I have an article out coming out where I basically phrase it like this. I think Notre Dame has a chance to close the deal on Derek Meadows this weekend if he has a great visit. Because the timeline, there is no firm timeline. I'm not using third person, Tommy. Brian popped in here and was just helping me with some mailbag questions, all right? Shut your mouth. Just kidding. That was mean. I'm sorry. That w- That was really, really mean. But I think that they can really solidify things with Derek Meadow this weekend if he has a great visit. I really do. So Meadows, priority for Notre Dame. Notre Dame has a chance to close that guy out. Moving over to the defensive side of the ball, players that you need to know. Defensive end, Damian Shanklin out of Indianapolis, Indiana, Warren Central. Warren Central sounds familiar to Notre Dame fans because that's where Sheldon Day went to high school. And funny enough, when Damian Shanklin actually initially got his offer from the University of Notre Dame, he spoke about Shelton Day because apparently they have a little bit of a personal relationship, being from the same same um, same program and everything. So, Damian Shanklin is 6'4", 230 pounds, more of the viper type. He is really going. He's he is trending in such a positive direction from a recruiting perspective. He is having a big season. He's recruiting r- recruiting wise, he is m- going massively to to a higher level from a s from a ranking perspective. He's also collecting a whole lot of offers. Damian Shanklin is a player that Notre Dame is is really high on at this point. And again, this is his second visit to Notre Dame in three weeks. He talked about rushing the field against USC. Now he's back for The pit game, so two times in three weeks, Damian Shanklin will be on campus. Remember I told you guys, and we've talked about this before, action speaks louder than words. His actions say that he really likes Notre Dame, right? In-state kid, been to campus now two times in three weeks, speaks very highly of Notre Dame. There's no timeline, and I don't necessarily think that he's in any rush to make a decision right now, but Notre Dame has a chance to, I think, really just kind of solidify their standing this weekend with a Damian Shanklin. So keep your eyes out for that stud pass rusher out of the state of Indiana. Creed Thomas, cornerback out of Phoenix, Arizona, Brophy Prep. Brophy Prep, if that sounds familiar to Notre Dame fans, same high school as Benjamin Morrison, who is now a All-American corner for the University of Notre Dame, Actually, Cree Thomas actually played with Benjamin Morrison. Benjamin Morrison was a senior when Cree Thomas was a freshman. But they had a great relationship. He talked a whole lot about just everything he learned from Ben and and everything that he is. He's just so proud of what he's been able to accomplish so far at Notre Dame and kind of a role model to him a little bit. Cree will be back for also the second time in three weeks. He came for the USC game. He was intent in his intention to get back for this game as well. Notre Dame loves Cree Thomas and they have from the start as a sophomore, he played corner and showed a lot of ability as a junior. He's playing safety and kind of even looks a little bit better. He's being viewed as kind of that Swiss army knife on the defense where he could potentially play outside corner. He could potentially play safety. He might even be able to play nickel. I think he could play all of the above potentially on the next level, So Notre Dame is just very, very high on Cree Thomas. And I think that, again, Cree is kind of, and I had an article after his last visit, Cree kind of said something like, and I'm paraphrasing here, I can pull up the exact quote in a second. But he said, when he knows, he will know, but there's no timelines and Notre Dame is going to be in it until the ends. Something to that degree. So Notre Dame is in a great spot. They are the leader. I think Wisconsin is another school that has has put their best foot forward and done a lot of good things with Cree. And I think they did a great job recruiting Cree. But I think if Notre Dame has another great visit with Cree Thomas, this one could end pretty soon. I I think it could. I think that Notre Dame is in a tremendous spot. They have shown everything Cree Thomas. Because Cree Thomas is a very different cat. Like he's there in, in the best way possible. Not different as in like that dude weird, right? No, he's different as in. He values a lot of things outside of football, outside of athletics. He is a very academically oriented kid, comes from a great family, just a really good potential fit, man. I I really, really like him a lot. So keep your eyes on Creed Thomas visiting again from Phoenix, Arizona, Brophy Prep. Safety Ivan Taylor out of Winter Garden, Florida, West Orange is the other key player that I wanted to hit on here. He is, of course, the son of former Pittsburgh Steelers, great cornerback, Ike Taylor. He will be on campus this weekend as well. Third time on campus for Mr. Ivan Taylor. We've talked a whole lot about Ivan because Ivan is considered a top 35 player by two different platforms so far. And he brings a whole lot of big time versatility to the table as well. I could see him being a true over the top safety working from depth. I could see him being a guy that could play some man to man coverage as a field safety rotating down. I could also see him as a pure nickel on the next level. I think that he brings a whole lot of coverage versatility to the table. That is super, super interesting. And Notre Dame has loved Ivan Taylor for a long time. Although he was a highly rated kid, he didn't get offered until he showed up to, to camp this off season, he camped at Notre Dame, did tremendously well, and was quickly became a priority recruit for Notre Dame. I had a recent update on Ivan Taylor on the site, and basically where things are today is that I would say that Notre Dame is the leader for Ivan Taylor, and I, I would say that without hesitation. But the thing that we need to understand about about this is that. This isn't one where he's in super rush, Ivan Taylor, but we do have a timeline of understanding here. He is going to make a commitment after his junior season when he'd be able to sit down and just kind of decompress all his emotions. But he's been to campus three times. Notre Dame is very high. He is very high on Notre Dame. So I know Notre Dame has put themselves in tremendous – tremendous position with Ivan Taylor. So that's the four players that you need to keep like close eyes on coming into the visit this weekend, Ivan Taylor, Creed Thomas, Damian Shanklin and wide receiver, Derek Meadows out of the state of Nevada. There's also some intriguing players that are coming to campus that do not currently have offers from Notre Dame, but each one of these players has legitimate power five offers right now. And just kind of intriguing to see a couple of these kids get on campus. And I'm not necessarily in, offer watch for any of these players as in like if they have a great visit they will definitely get offered but it is intriguing just kind of seeing some of the names so keep eyes on ashland ohio high school 2026 quarterback remember we mentioned before with deuce knight in 2025 class all eyes now for gino gaduli in this offensive staff for the quarterback position is 2026 let's see who we like right and ashland ohio high school quarterback nathan Bernhard. Is a player that is that is is really developing well from a recruiting perspective. He's ranked as a top 80 player by at least one platform as a four-star player. He has a developing offer list, 6'5", 225 pounds. And in my preview today, I put a little bit of his week five. So weeks one through five, he had a little bit of a highlight tape that he put out on huddle. Very impressive looking kid. Very impressive. And I'm just curious because Nerdame's already offered six quarterbacks in the 2025 class. Again, I'm not necessarily predicting that they will offer Nathan Bernhard this week, but I really do think that he's just an interesting player to keep an eye on and a highly ranked player. Another kid that's incredibly interesting that will be on campus this weekend is offensive tackle Jack Jack Lang out of Eureka, Missouri High School. 6'8", 275 pounds. He has legitimate offers right now, folks. Schools like Michigan have offered him already. Iowa. Some of the Midwestern powers that when they offer offensive linemen, Michigan and Iowa, you take notice. You always do because they do a very good job of of traditionally developing offensive line play. 6'8", 275, you also can't teach that size I have an update that'll be out soon on the website about Jack Lang coming into the converse, coming into the visit as well. Notre Dame. I'm, I'm interested to see that one. I'm interested to see if he does end up with an offer at some because he's ranked as a four star player by the only platform that is ranking by the way, which is just bizarre. And I know we're talking about a, a kid that's out of you know, out of Eureka and a little bit of a smaller school, right? But one, one, one platform has ranked him as a four star. No other platform has even ranked him at this point. But 6'8, 275, lots to like there. As is Paw Paw, Michigan High School offensive tackle, Darren Stray. Another kid that is listed at like 6'7, 265 pounds right now, has legitimate pack, uh, Power Five offers today out of the state of Michigan. Another player to keep an eye on, as long as as well as Michael Mc, McDonough, McDonough, excuse me, out of Tinley Park, Illinois. Victor J. Andrew, he is another offensive lineman that I believe he's been offered by Illinois, Missouri, a couple of those midwestern schools. Dayton Hopkins, who's out of Hermans, Missouri High School, he has offers from Kansas, Kansas State, Illinois, um, Iowa State. Right now, he's a 210 hundred and ten-pound pass rusher who's very raw. But like I watch his highlights, tape, folks, and I'm like, dang, dude. Like he he could play. Like he's got a lot of talent. He's long and explosive, just super skinny. And he's a kid that needs some tremendous development. They need some tremendous development. So, but he has a lot of room to grow, which is great to see. Defensive end, Charlie Wolben out of DeSoto, Kansas school. He is also 6'5, 215 pounds. He is really starting to blow up on the recruiting trail. Nick Moore out of Dandridge, Tennessee, Jefferson County, 6'3", 285 pounds. Another talented kid that will be on campus. Mickey Vaccarello, which I absolutely love that name. He's out of Cannonsville, Pennsylvania, Peters Township. I actually talked to my buddy that lives up there because apparently that's up near Pittsburgh. 6'3", 210 pounds. Crazy stats. So this team is 9-0, Peters Township up there. Great school apparently. They have only given up 37 points in nine football games this year. They're 9-0. and 37 points in nine football games. For you mathematicians out there, that's a little over four points per game that defense has given up. He plays outside linebacker, comes off the edge a little bit, plays tight end as well. Mickey Vaccarello. Again, no idea if Notre Dame will ever make a move there, but that is an absolutely awesome last name. And then Cody Haddad, who's a safety out of Cleveland, Ohio, St. Ignatius has been limited to two football games this year due to injury, but another young man that is getting some legitimate power five looks. So that is some of the other interesting names that you should keep an eye on this weekend. So again, smaller list from a recruiting perspective this week for Notre Dame versus Pitt, but some vitally important ones as well as some players that Notre Dame is bringing in that do not have offers currently, but let's, let's keep an eye open. If they make a move there, it could be tremendous. It should. It could be very interesting to see if any of these kids do end up with offers from University of Notre Dame because they're certainly talented, and all of them are getting legitimate Power Five looks. A lot of good schools too. I mean, there's schools like Michigan, Iowa, Missouri, Illinois, like like some legitimately good. I mean, because sometimes I think at these visits, kids come in and you look at them and you're just like, you know, it's it's a Mac level school, a Mac level player, and then you look at his list and you're like, okay, Miami, Ohio. Toledo, Buffalo, like that's the offer list. But Notre Dame is bringing in some kids this weekend that are a little bit of late risers, but they already have some legitimate power five interests, which I think is very interesting to look at. So a lot of fun recruiting Intel that will come out of this weekend. Make sure to go to boards.irishbreakdown.com. I will have an update probably on Sunday this week because there's a very short list of players that will be on campus of notes, so make sure to go to boards.arsprickdown.com and you'll get the latest intel from the recruiting perspective early on, but that's going to do it for this Notre Dame versus Pitt recruiting preview. We're going to go to the mailbag next. If anybody, someone's throwing some mailbag questions, please do. And be before the question would be very much appreciated as I navigate this from a solo show, but we're going to get into the mailbag next here on the Irish Breakdown podcast. <laughs>